Hello, hello there. My name is Maureen with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two ears. I'm sat alongside my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Should we say what we're doing right now? <laughs> it's it's a first in Real Show history. Yeah, it is definitely. We are in the same room. We're recording this on the, um, what is it, the 2nd of November? Correct. Excellent. Tuesday, Tuesday the 2nd of November. Tuesday of November was the day which we reconvened. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Let's actually get some, yes. get some discourse going. Yes, yes. We're talking about Star Wars Visions. We are the new anime, sort of Japanese animation yes. series from Disney Plus, the anthology series Star yes, Wars. Yes, nine short films all packed into one season. Yes. Um, we, we watched them uh, We watched them separately. We, watched, yes. we, we binge watched I practically binge watched them. Uh, I binge watched them all last night. Oh, ex- oh nice. <laughs> Very fresh in your mind. Very fresh in my mind. Uh, I I binge watched them about two weeks ago, I guess. Um, so we'll get into it. We'll, we'll get the discourse okay. going. With episode one, yeah. they take the Akira to his hour route mm. of going full on samurai film. Yeah. I mean, artistically, um, I knew nothing about visions mm. going into this. All I know is it's nine episodes, each episode is a completely separate thing. Um, number one, I think my favourite art style. Mm-hmm. This is completely standout, hand-drawn, looking, sketchy. It's artistically fantastic. Yeah. The colour is important, I think. Yes. It's black and white, but we get the, the lasers, the blastering yes. colour, the lightsabers are in colour. So it stands out and you see the when they draw the red lightsaber out, it's the light on the face and yeah. the surroundings. That's what that's what um, you get that sort of impact with. That's what you get the punch with uh, when it happens. And it's the story of um, a man called the Ronin. His yes, name is just, in... just in, Ronin. Just Ronin, yeah. Um... This is sort of, there's going to be a book about him that's coming okay. out. That's why I don't quite understand. Like, I have trouble with where this is in canon, <laughs> right. and I have trouble with the world. But I think it's just my understanding less than anything yeah. else. Um, the fact that it's in the sort of canon grey area. Yes. But we don't know where. It's like, I say it's like the Lego shorts, which it yeah. is. It's like the Lego specials, where canon events will have happened. Yes. But this hasn't necessarily happened. Yes. Do you have a favourite episode? Could we pick that out? You say, oh. say it's your first, but they say it's the first episode, but it's another episode that well, you really artist- stood out to. Artistically, first one's my favourite. Okay, okay. Going by style. As an overall as an overall episode, mm. you know what? Right, let me just find out which one it was. I okay, I've got them. It was. I've got it on Wikipedia as well. Oh, right, okay. Uh, We're both looking. It's either yeah. episode four. Oh, right, okay. Which is the village one. Yeah, the nature kind of village. The village one. bride, yeah. Or... Episode six was pretty good as well. Re- oh, I thought it, I didn't really like episode six. It reminded me a lot of uh, Mega Man. Oh right, okay. The art style is very Mega Man. The Doctor, I, I don't know his name, looks like Doctor Wily from Mega Man. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> I think I like episode eight because yeah. that's that's very close to, to canon. Right. And I think like there's episodes that, that take that take canon really far. I think episode three is that effectively. Yes. Episode three takes it very far where they say oh. Are these two twins were created. They're actually created on Exegol. We have that. Right. Canon. Okay. Um, they're created on Exegol by Palpatine's followers um, and the the Sith, um, the acolytes of the Sith, and stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's an interesting episode. Um, yeah. With the twins and like the, the fact that it's a ship. The it's, double it's, Star Destroyer. Yes. Yeah. The Gemini class Star Destroyer. Yeah. That did exist in Legends. Okay. I was going to there say was, that existed in Legends. We didn't know what it looked like. Okay. But there was record of a Gemini class Star Destroyer. And there was record of the fact that it was like I mean, two, yeah. but no one knew how it looked. Yeah. Like people were suspecting there was two Star stacked on top, top of each other. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Or two of them, they were like they were like upside down on each other or yeah. something. 
but but no, it's it's yeah, they're together, and the weapon it has, it's like it's not. I don't think it was a death. Didn't they explain it's like another Death Star? It's essentially yeah, it's just a yeah, it's another cannon. Death Star. But I think it's like a hyperspace. <laughs> yeah, like like the laser can go through hyperspace, so yeah. it like hit another system or something. Right, episode three. Yep. I I, I enjoyed it. Yep. Up until the parts where they took the helmets off. Okay. And I was like, I don't know what art style this is now. It okay. looks like very like at the first stop, it looked very. Um, for some weird reason, it reminded me of, of a Studio Ghibli film. Ah, I cannot remember okay. which one. I was going to go down a route of it reminded me of Dragon Ball. Dragon League. Ball, yeah, okay. Because the Dragon uh, Ball. the female twin, I believe, one's male, one's female. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the female one has a very like cell head. It's a very long oval shaped oh, kind yeah. of forehead thing. And I thought, okay, that's kind of Dragon Ball Z-ish. That's kind of cool. The other thing as well, in episode three, does it? Uh, episode two doesn't. Episode one doesn't either episode 3 it ends but it doesn't have a conclusive ending no yeah because it ends with him going oh she's still out there we'll still find her and that's yeah. it you don't know what happens he's on Tatooine because everyone's yeah. on Tatooine yeah. and it's like um, that could be it you could leave it at that and leave mm. it to the audience to kind of make up their own thing you could expand on it later in books or I've heard that if there's going to be a season 2 it all depends on how the audience takes Season one, right? Okay. Um, so maybe it's something. Maybe in like season two, you expand on that. You okay. bring you bring the same animators back, and you kind of okay. carry on that story. Episode four, I I enjoyed as a singular story. Yes. Of you know these these people on this very natural planet being yep. harassed by by bandits by mercenaries. Yeah. And the alone Jedi and her master sort of comes to mm-hmm. evaluate that. Like the thing with the setting, they're all set in pretty much straight canon timelines. Yeah. Like after episode nine. Yeah. Uh, between like. Three and four, I think that's where episode two is. Right, yeah. Um, episode four could be set after episode nine or yeah. before, um, or maybe maybe doing our Jedi in hiding. I don't know because it seems like that seems like what, what they were doing in episode four. Yeah, like the Jedi is like she, they can't interfere. Yeah, the Master is like, oh, you can't get involved in the in the ways of these village people, and she ends up doing it when when yes. the leader of the Mercenaries is about to kill. Yeah. and they have battle droids as well in there, so that makes sense. True. Who was like Matt Wood as well? We get them back. Yes, um, that's good to see. Uh, episode five takes it very far. Um, I think this is strangely enough. Episode five, being the most outlandish, is the most closer to canon. Because when you go far, far, far away from canon <laughs> yeah. events, you're basically in a world where you can do anything you like, and yes. be like, right, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? I liked and didn't like episode five. Why that? Okay, so episode five, I thought, okay, right, we got a guy who's making lightsabers. Mm. I'm like, okay, I like that premise. Um, and I liked the weird thing of, he has the daughter, and it's like, she holds a lightsaber, and it's changing in size, and it's not got a colour, because she hasn't got a strong connection to the Force. And I think, okay, that's kind of cool. And I think, okay, well, at some point, she's going to fight or something, and it's going to change to a colour, and it's going to be like, whoa, there you go, look what I am. That is, that is something that has existed before. It has. Yeah. Okay. In legends, in legends, very, yeah. very, very far in legends. Like this, okay. was, I think this was even retconned by legend standards. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And that is saying something. Yeah. That's saying something. You know, when when IG88 had the possibility to blow up the galaxy. Yeah. You know, things like that. Crazy things happen in legends, right? But there was a concept in legends that lightsabers act like that. Yeah. When you have a lightsaber, you have a dual crystal, and you hold it, and it depends on what alignment of the force you are on. Right. So, if you're a Jedi, you're going to touch it, it's going to go green, it's going to go blue, it's going to go whatever. Yeah. If you're a Sith, you touch it, it goes red. Darth Vader gets his lightsaber and he goes, I see you have constructed a new lightsaber. And he holds it, and it was going to go from green to red. Right. Which would reinforce the fact yes. that it depends what side of the force you're on, what colour your lightsaber is. Yes. 
So that's why it's explained that Darth Vader has a red one, Obi-Wan has a blue one, yeah. Luke has a, got a blue and a green one. Before it was just, you know, yes. you get any colour that you want, basically. I'm going to blame Samuel Jackson for that. Yes. But uh, you, can, <laughs> you get any colour you want, and if you're a Sith, your, your, your crystal is either artificial or it's been corrupted. I learned a fun fact uh, a couple of days ago, actually. Um, What's that fun fact? Uh, from online, I think various YouTube scrolling, internet scrolling. Uh, Mace Windu was, I think, the first or one of the first characters ever written down by George Lucas. Yes, and it's called Mace Windu. Mace Windy, yeah. <laughs> Mace Windy. He was in the original treatment for Star Wars 1977. Mace I love Windy. That. The, the Jedi Bendu, as yes. they were called back then. The Jedi Bendu. Um, purple lightsaber actually does appear in episode 5. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a guy who has a red one, and then at the end he uh, doesn't become that angry anymore, and his lightsaber turns purple. This is episode 5, the Ninth Jedi. Yes. Where um, they have all these people who are brought to the temple by this saber, by this force man. Yes. And uh, this guy who's very knowledgeable in the force. <laughs> who's in a robot currently. He's in a robot currently, robot suit, and he's in a mech suit. Yes. And the daughter, the lightsaber maker, gets killed by these rebels, bandits, he does. whatever. And the daughter has to drive away on a speeder. She gets to the temple where the Jedi are gathered. Yeah. And she gives them their sabers. And the reveal is, wham, five of them are Sith. Yes. Red lightsabers instantly. Yes. And everyone's, and, and the girl's like, oh, she's, she's really shocked. Yeah. But one of them has a blue. Yes, because he was given it earlier by the master. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know was a master at that point. Also, I see in episode, I think it's episode four, uh, the yellow lightsaber's in it. Because yes. the, the Jedi at the end, the female Jedi's got a yellow one. Yeah, yeah. Um, episode seven, episode eight. If you can remember. Right, so no, we have uh, episode six. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Your favourite. My least favourite. Toby. Um, Toby. Yeah, Toby. I feel like <laughs> it was based on a lot of things. Maybe yeah. Mega Man was an influence. It Maybe definitely looks Ro like Mega Man. Robot Boy? Was that its name? Astro Boy. Astro Boy. That's the one. Yeah. Was it based on that as well? Yeah. There was the old Pinocchio concept. Of, True. Um, I want to be a real boy. I want to be a real guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's answer the question of, can a robot use the force? Yes. Which we, but, which we didn't know. To be fair, though, is it? Is it? I guess he is. I was going to say, is he using the Force or has he been made to have Force-like powers that aren't the Force? So we have Toby yeah. and Doc, Professor Mitaka. Professor Mitaka builds him and we there's a we think it could be on Tatooine. Yes. Because his whole plan is to like rebuild the nature. But there's also a planet in the Clone Wars um, where they crash on in Season 5. R2-D2 has his little droid squadron yeah. and he crashes on this planet in Season 5. And the planet is like complete, it looks like that, because Tatooine is like yellow sand or yeah. whatever. This was like white, yeah. white emptiness of sand, and there's a planet that looks like that in season five, so we're not sure if it was that planet or not. But we need some more stuff that's set between like four and five, or, yeah. or five and six, you know, but not to focus on the main characters. Because somehow everyone seems to think that if you set something <laughs> after four and five, during four and five or five and six, it has to have Luke Han and Lair in it. No, yes. it doesn't. Yeah. It, could ha it could have someone else in it. It can be, you know, across the galaxy. And this is, I think this is a, episode six is a great chance for that. Yeah, we have episode six. Um, I quite like, I'm a, I'm a, I, it's not my, it's my least favourite episode, but I feel like it's, it does, it doesn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know what? I don't even know what my least favourite episode is. I think mine's episode six, but I feel like it's not, it's, it's no fault of its own. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't do anything wrong. It's a good episode. It's got a good story. But I feel like I just couldn't chill with it. Okay, no, I think I know, I think I know which one mine okay. was. Is it episode 7? No. Okay, good. It better not be. <laughs> I quite like episode 7. No, I think episode 9. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, after, no, episode seven's good. I liked episode 7. I, I loved episode 7. I feel like that is as close to the to the Phantom Menace, but yeah. before the Phantom Menace. Like, that could be canon, and I'd be perfectly... I'd be, True. That'd be yeah. 100% fine. Because yeah. we, don't, we don't know enough about that period. We're pre-Phantom Menace, pre-High Republic. Yeah. Um... 
They mentioned the old Sith Order. You know, I think they dropped, named dropped Darth Bane and the Rule of Two and all that sort of stuff. And the old man who's a Sith who could have been like a former student of, of I don't know, the Darth Nihilus or someone like that yeah. or someone. It's, just, it's between Old Republic, yeah. High Republic and Phantom Menace. Yes. Like it's a time that is, that is criminally unexplored in Star Wars. It's a great place to great place to set a story. And the story yeah. they set is it's good. It's got just three characters, three main characters. Yeah. Jedi Master, the, the Apprentice yeah. and the Sith, or the Elder as he's yes. called. Um, they don't reveal him to be um, a Sith until later. The duel in this is great as well. Um, yes. I really like the setting, mm. a sort of rocky planet, rocky sort of landscape planet, because we always get desert planets. Every yeah. time I'm like, oh, we're on a desert <laughs> planet again. Another <laughs> desert planet. I can't stand <laughs> desert planets. I need I need more interesting planets, please. Yeah. He says, looking forward to the Book of Boba Fett, which will be set exclusively on, on Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, but... <laughs> a desert planet. Desert planet. Rain, the rain effects. We get that. Yeah. I, noticed, I knew you'd pick up on this. Yeah. Lightsaber in the rain. Yes. When we watched the Clone we've Wars. We've had this discussion yeah. before. You see the... <laughs> it's hitting the blade and there's there's smoke. That's, that's I love that effect. I'll never get tired of seeing yeah. that when someone includes it. So episode seven, pretty much... I'd say it's probably my second favourite. It's Maybe it's there. my favourite. It's top three. I don't know. I, I I like episode two quite a bit. I also like episode one. I like so. two. Um, one, yeah. I don't. It's really hard to pick a favourite. It is. It is. I think there's only two that I can sort of discount. Yeah. I feel like it's nine and six, and that's uh, that's yeah. two that I don't quite like. I'd pass up. Um, episode eight. I feel like. Is again is another thing that, that could be very close to canon or could be considered yes. canon. It's this interesting thing of like. You've got you've got a father who is in charge. You've got a his biological daughter who is mm. technically the heir. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this uh, lot is the other one Locked, who's like yes. the adopted daughter. The adopted daughter. She's um, was a slave. Yes. And she got adopted by them. And uh, she, was she wearing a um, a scouter from Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Yes, it was. What does the scouter say about his power level? Yeah, she was definitely <laughs> wearing a scouter. From she Blank was Ball wearing Day. a scouter. I knew she was. <laughs> I said, that's a scouter. I, I couldn't stop looking at it when she, when she showed her face. But um, they also had a scouter from... They also bring back some stuff from Solo. There was some range troopers in there. And there was one episode. You say episode... Um, what did you say? Uh, uh, episode 3 was 20. Episode 3 was slightly Dragon Ball Z. This yeah. was 100% Dragon yeah. Ball Z. This was... I... Um, this was very much the Dragon Ball Z. To, to be honest, I'm because I've watched all of Dragon Ball Z. You know, I can see that. Yeah. I, I saw the comparison. I was like, yeah, I feel like that's very much so. Especially sort of uh, the duel at the end, where every time they clash, it's like. And there's... which well, I know is this one, wasn't it? I was going to say because um, I I haven't seen all Dragon Ball Z, but I am a somewhat avid, occasional anime watcher. Yes. This also has the thing. I don't know why it's a thing in anime, but I believe One Piece does it and Blue Exorcist does it, where you bite your thumb. Loads of animals have it where you bite your thumb to get powers, and it happens in this because she bites her thumb and then her thumb bleeds, and she puts it on her face for makeup. And I believe she does it in the final battle. Biting your thumb is yeah. that a, is that an anime thing? One Piece does it, I believe, where you bite his thumb, and then Blue Exorcist does it where he bites his thumb, and then he he can't. It's it, because it's I believe in, I've not seen Exorcist in years. It because he it causes him pain, and his pain pain makes him angry, which then gives him powers. We have um, yeah. Episode nine. E- episode nine. Yeah. Episode nine. The one that I probably know the least about because I, I, I forgot was about. Drained when I was watching these episodes. I was. I woke up this morning trying to like reconnect. I was like, okay, wait, go through the episodes. For episode one is 
Samurai Umbrella Woman, episode yeah. two is the, the rock one. Rock one. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just go through all the other episodes. And I was like, okay, well, there's a guy who makes lightsabers. Yeah, there's, there's two the, twins, do double sword the twins, swords. There's the yeah. lock one. There's the, there's the robot. There's one in the village, village Jedi. The village. Yeah. And this is the one I could not for the life of me remember. From what I can remember, this was very Akira Tozawa, Hidden Fortress. Okay. Because there, there's two characters in the Hidden Fortress that are kind of like the, the, the dumb comic relief characters. Yeah. Uh, who inspired R2-D2 and C-3PO. Okay. You know, who go on their separate adventure. We have uh, these two characters who I think accompany the main one. They do. And they're basically based off those Akira Tozawa Hidden yes. Fortress characters. There's only one thing at the end, and that's that they form a Force Dyad. Yeah. Which was mentioned in episode 9. Yeah. Palpatine says that it only happens in like every, once every billion thousand years or whatever. Yeah. Where two Force beings will be created at the same time, and they'll have as much, they'll have equal power. Uh, that was really the only interesting, th only only interesting thing that I saw for me. Yeah, I mean, so I I thought okay, you've got a, you've got a Jedi who has like visions, mm -hmm. and no pun intended, um, and occasionally like he'll be doing something and he'll go ah, and he'll see what it's like face. I mean, we don't know what the face is, but we'll yeah. see a face, and you kind of like he's was on the floor and he's scrambling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we're leading to his confrontation with his other 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 Sith and. It turns out like, oh, he's he's now you know killed his friend, yeah, and needs to join the Sith to resurrect her again. And oh. I don't know, it felt okay, and I liked the characters, but I just kind of also thought, I feel like it was it's close, it's cl yeah, it's, it's close to being. A, uh, it was still a good episode, but it's close to being up there. Mm. It just like just missed the mark. I think I think you know what? If I watched it on its own, I think I'd like it. But right. compared to all the others, yes, okay, it's like it's just that's probably why I didn't value episode six very much. Yeah, compared to it's compared to the others because I'm looking at this. It is an anthology, and sure, they yeah. should be they should be taken separately. But yes. When you watch them back to back, you can really see the you can really see the grass from the trees. I think the other thing as well is though is like the reason why episode the reason why I can also appreciate episode six, episode nine is because it's not like the other, other episodes where it's like here's one here's one Sith left and the person's gonna learn how to use the lightsaber really quickly and defeat the Sith. This is a right. guy a guy has visions and he ends up joining them. It's a little bit different, so I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Well I'll let you go first then. Okay, well it's gonna be I, I have a reason for this. Um it's not all story based. But uh <laughs> and this doesn't mean we're gonna review it again. Right. Uh, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I think Ooh. I think Ooh. as a concept most of these short films are fantastic. And on their own, would I give like every short film in this ten out of ten? No, no. But also as a concept of let's take not just Star Wars, any IP in general, right? Let's just take a thing, give it to animators, and go right, do your thing, make a short film, animate it yourself. Everyone's got a different style. I think as an idea, it's fantastic, and I'd mm. love to see other franchises do the same thing. Go right. Here's our here's our thing. It's, it's make it non-canon, do what you want, animate it yourself, go make your own thing. And I yeah. think as a concept, it's amazing. DC and, do that a lot. Yeah. And like, I was generally watching this, and I was thinking, you know what? It's just fun, it's not serious, and this is probably some of the best Star Wars I've seen yeah. in, in yeah. any recent time. Exactly. Yeah, 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 I've got to agree. I've got so, to agree with that. Right, I was <laughs> expecting you to give it around the, around 8, 8.59. Okay, fair. I was not expecting <laughs> the full 10 reels. Which we're not going to do this next week, by no. the way, because um, we may, we can revisit it at some point hmm. if there's another series or if there's some more news about it. I hope there is. We can we can revisit visions and, and say that. But 
I was initially going to give it a nine or a nine point five. Okay. But because of your your stunning <laughs> recommendation and your um, also by the way, if Corey isn't giving it a ten as an incentive to go out and watch this thing, yeah. I don't know what it is. But I feel like I'm going to have to back you. Yeah. I'm going to have to also <laughs> give it ten. Because if, if you're, I was blown away by that explanation, um, Corey, so I will give it a 10 as well, and it will go into a, a, yeah. a sort of hall of 10 it's... reels alongside uh, Rogue One and, <laughs> and Squad of Rock. Rock. Yes. And it's our first series to get in there as well. It is. It's our first actual sort of, sort of series to. It's not a film. No, a series of episodes to go into yes. uh, the hall of 10. Exactly. So with the ratings yeah. done and dusted, yeah. we've got a 10 out of 10. So, my mind has been blown yeah. today. What could your weekly wreck possibly be? <laughs> oh, I don't trust that laugh. <laughs> That's not my real laugh. Okay, you're putting it on. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'd, I'd be concerned if you laugh like that. I, I know, right? There's someone's on the phone doing it's Saturday Christmas. <laughs> well, any any wreck is going to be very hard to recommend after a ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep a, a real show tradition. Okay. I say tradition, we've only been going for a year, so technically it's not a tradition yet. Is it themed? Is it thematic to Star Wars visions yes. or no? Okay, oh yes, it's it is. It's Star Wars related. Okay, excelente. Um, now, this is going to get a suspended rating. I have not seen this. Right. Right. So I am recommending this because essentially at some point we were going to watch this. I don't know if you've seen it. You might have done. Okay. Um, but I have not seen it, and so I thought, okay, right, let me read off some reviews for you. Okay, okay. Right. I Where are on. these reviews coming from? Once on IMDb, once on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, okay, hit me with them. Uh, now, I couldn't find any one-star review on IMDb. Oh, that's a good sign. Which is a good sign. So I've got a two-star review for you. Okay, today. okay, okay. Uh, now, they do mention the name of the film. I'm going to avoid saying that for now. Right, just say blank. Yes. So it says, ahem, <clears throat> phew. I did sit through this one. I I thought a real Star Wars fan. By the way, it's called definitely not for Star Wars fans. So I thought it's perfect review for you. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought a real Star Wars fan would have to say <clears throat> uh, this one is extremely bad. Blank. Yeah. The effects look like they come from the sixties. Mm. The story has uncountable flaws, and the characters are extremely weak. I do not recommend this film for Star Wars fans. Is this, not, is this the whole thing special? No. Okay. <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't recommend it to anyone. Right. Okay. I also then found, funny you mentioned the holiday special, okay. uh, another review on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Right. Let me start off. Is it a rotten? One out of ten. Right, okay. Uh, and it's from Anonymous. Guy's got no name. Right, And okay. it simply reads... Shout out to you. Uh, watch at your own risk. The Star Wars holiday special was better. Oh, no. What could this possibly be? <laughs> I'm recommending... It's not droids, is it? Or uh... No. I was okay. tempted to recommend droids. Right. It's not droids. I am recommending... Uh, the Ewok Adventure. Oh, I know about these. <laughs> the first the Ewok, Ewok films. Yeah, well, because um, it came out at Thanksgiving, which is near Christmas. And ah, last year, we watched for a holiday special. So now we've got Ewok. We've got to find the Ewok. You know what? They're on Disney+. Plus. They're on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. There's one redeeming feature. Robert Davis is in them. Yeah, exactly. That's I'll say that. This is like Warwick Davis's defining yeah. outside of the... Outside of the, uh, the Leprechaun films and whatever else he's doing today. And, you know, Tenable... Yeah. It's uh, Warren Davis's crowning achievement. The only other thing I know is that in the whole film they speak Ewok, but it does get translated by a narrator. Okay, excellent. Which is better than the holiday. So special. I'm not gonna sit and watch Wookiees talk to each other for like two hours. No, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sit watching Ewoks talk to each other for three hours, but with a narrator telling you what's saying. Oh, wonderful! I hope there's some <laughs> human characters in there to break it up. 
Uh, I don't actually know if there is. I think, I think there's one. If it's all Ewoks? I think there's one token kid. Right, okay. Of course there is. And they're surrounded by Ewoks <laughs> yeah. who are just going yub-nub and jibber-jabbering yeah, at each other. At the end, uh, we're going to eat the kid. Nice. They're going to eat him. They yeah. are going to eat him. Don't eat the meat of the Ewok party, people. <laughs> there is no better end than... Um, than this, we've given Star Wars Visions a solid 10 out of 10 reels. Yep. Going to the Hall of 10, we have... Uh, stay tuned, folks, for the rest of November. Yeah. We'll, we'll be bringing you uh, the Ewok films. <laughs> we'll be bringing you the Ewok films. So get ready for that. And, um, yeah, what, what more can I say than it's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.